Hello, everybody. We're just giving everyone a couple of minutes to jump on before we get started. I think that's the ADHD in me that can't sit still. <laughs> All right, guys, it's 11 o'clock. Welcome back to Saturday Night Ying Yang, the podcast. Two people, two opinions, real talk. We're going to go ahead and play the disclosure so that everyone can hear it. Ying Yang the podcast does not own rights to any background music or noise you may hear. This podcast is completely opinion-based and may include adult content, adult language, and verbiage not suitable for any underage viewers. Information found in this podcast may not contain exact accuracy as it is opinion-based. Please listen at your own risk. All right, y'all. So I want to start out this podcast by letting everyone know that you may hear a little bit of background noise for me. Come on. I have my niece and my nephew over here tonight. They're going to say hello really quick. Come on in, Jeffrey. This is Emmy and Jeffrey. They're in the room, so I'm going to try to watch my mouth a little bit better than usual, just so that everyone's aware what's going on in my background if you hear anything. Thank you, love. All right, so if you hear any noise, it's just them over there fidgeting, you know, Saturday night, stay up late, have fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They are too cute. So, I know, right? That's that's the problem, they're so adorable, and then they ask for things, and it's like, oh, man, money. Um, No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Um, tonight's podcast is about current events. We haven't done a current events podcast yet, and this will be the podcast of the first week of every month regarding current events from the month previous. Um, so we're going to talk about some things that happened last month. Now, again, on our podcast, we do not do politics. We do not do religious. We don't talk about those things as much as we can, just because those opinions differ for so many people, and we never want to offend anyone. So. Um, with that being said, welcome back. How's welcome, your week welcome. been, Sheeta? How's things been out there in South Carolina? <laughs> it's been good. It's been kind of hectic a little bit. Um, been working so much, but um, it's been a good week. How's your week been? Long. <laughs> it's always long. Um. But with that being said, you know, that's okay. Um, it is. Is it getting cold? Yeah. It, it did. It's like, but that's because we're both so busy. Like, I can't. Right. To me, yesterday, we were doing last Saturday's podcast. And, you know, we were having the conversation that we were having. And no. so when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, man, it's it's a whole other podcast day. Yeah, it was like Tuesday, then it was Friday. And I was like, what happened to the week? Um, So I don't know about up there, but here out in the mountains, it is, I'm in Georgia, y'all. So we're in different states. It's cold. Like tonight's going to be 38. Is it like that up there right now? I'm not coming visiting you right now. Um, Yeah, it's kind of chilly in the mornings. (laughs) 
Uh, but usually in the afternoons, it warms up, and then it starts getting a little chilly for the evenings. We're in that type of weather, you know, that fall weather where it'd be cold in the mornings, early mornings, and then warm in the hoodie afternoons. season. Yes, it's hoodie season, and I need to get me some new Actually, se- new you hoodies. know what? I just realized, well, girl, let me know where you get the good new hoodies, because I heard the, well, I know, and I was going to say something about that, the last two podcasts you've had on hoodies. And I know you love hoodies, um, and but you always have the cutest hoodies. So you're going to have to start sharing yes. some information about where you're getting these hoodies and stuff like that. Oh. So we can all get them too. Yes. I'm all right. So I'm when you start wearing so. them, you need to let us know. I will. I will. I'll um, keep you posted on where the where to get the hottest hoodies at. But yes, I, I do. I do need to... Order me a whole slew of new hoodies. You know, I've been on my weight loss journey and I'm down. This is good news because I got on the scale and I'm down 54 pounds total. And um, nothing fits no more. Like, I, I was just looking at myself the other day. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I need some new clothes. Everything is so big and baggy on me. I was like, I really look like, you know. I, I'm I'm homeless or something because like everything was all big and baggy, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is not the look I want. But nothing really fits me anymore. So I was like, she's just gonna have to break down and go shopping for some new clothes. Cause yeah, so I will be going to order some new hoodies, so I won't be swallowed up by hoodies that I currently have. <laughs> Oh, you can hear well, my voice. Let me say it's congratulations a little on that big milestone. <clears throat> yes, it is. Yeah, you sound like you're either getting sick or you got really bad allergies. Allergies. I have bad fall allergies, and that's been crazy this week. So, yeah. What that's are fall reason. allergies? What are you allergic to? Leaves? <sighs> the weather changing <laughs> leaves. Uh, I'm allergic to just about all the trees and leaves and stuff out the door. So once the season starts changing, it just flares me up. I'm always sniffling, uh, throat itching, and drives me crazy. I just noticed mine. I got my little skull. (laughs) Trying to escape. I um, just realized he was trying to escape. It's actually a light. I'm going to put outside for Halloween for the kids. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, um, so I've, you're the first person I've ever met with fall allergies, if that makes any sense. Well, I don't know if it's called fall allergies. That's just the name I gave it. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could call it my mucinex season because soon as fall comes in, I have to go get the mucinex. So, uh, yeah, that's just what I call it. I don't know the technical name for it, but to me, it's fall allergies. <laughs> I uh, My allergies get really horrible in the summer, and everyone's like, oh, it's because of the pollen, but it's actually not. It's because in the summertime, it's when all these cats have their babies, oh. and the dander from, I'm allergic to cat dander. I don't know how, what, when, why, where, and that's like, I can be around the cat if the cat is only indoors all the time. But if the cat goes inside and outside, it always makes me sick. Oh. Yeah, I'm allergic and to cat And I don't know why I'm too. in summertime. <laughs> yeah. Good old Christy. Sorry, Christy is, is her mom's cat, y'all. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Mars would low key my cat because she loves me. She pays more, <laughs> way too much attention to me. I'm like, girl, I'm allergic to you. <laughs> <laughs> then right. I was so busy, I didn't even go get my allergy shot. So that helped a whole lot. So yeah, my week's been crazy. Aren't you supposed to get an allergy shot like weekly? Yes. And you didn't. No, nope. I was busy and didn't make time. So, with that being said, what <laughs> happens if you skip a week? Like, do you just get uber sick or? It depends on what I come in contact with. Like, if I do come in contact with stuff that I'm allergic to, it can flare it up. Um, but when the office opens up Monday, I'll probably go ahead in there and get the shot but yeah so can you flex like that like can you get it one day like during the week and then another day during another week yeah because um, like is that okay or to be okay. at least yeah certain days i think it's like three to four days apart so i'm supposed to get a weekly but i can pick what days i i can get them on uh any day during that week long as they're like at least three or four days apart from each other Oh, okay. Okay. So, well, you can tell I don't have to get an allergy shot, um, <laughs> but I'm not allergic to fall leaves. So, um, and what's <laughs> where I live out in Georgia in the mountains, we're actually known for the, the leaf changing season. So out where I'm at right now, if you were to try to like find an Airbnb out here or come out here and visit, everything is booked solid for the entire fall mm-hmm. every year. Um, that is the time of year that all the tourists come in because we have so many mountaintops and you can literally see daily the leaves change colors across the mountaintop. So it's a really, really cool thing um, to experience in nature. It's not really for everybody. I can tell you before I moved here, I would have never just come out here for the fall to watch the leaves change. Um, that's not a I vacation to, say, to me. I bet you it's so pretty out there now. <laughs> It really is. It really is. Like I had to move here to and and really get to know the area to get that experience and to understand what it's all about and why so many people do it. But um, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people come out to this area during the fall and they stay right up until winter because they want to see the leaves change in fall because they drastically do it. Um, and there's peak season and stuff like that. I think oh. I believe that the peak this year is right around my birthday, which is November 12th. Um, so we should kind of see the peak during that time frame. Um, okay. That's exciting though. And a little bit more excitement, just so everyone knows, um, they have fixed our YouTube. We are live on YouTube right now. Um, uh, we are still working with Twitch, um, and Facebook. Um, Facebook has been having a little bit of the problems going live for us. Hold on. Let's see. And as I say that, our Facebook is live right now also. Um, So our YouTube and Facebook are live for the podcast, which is not working yet, but it should be working by next week. We're working with our studio with Riverside to make sure that all those things are happening. Um, So if you hear any slight echoes or anything like that, it might just be because we're live on multiple platforms on my computer right now, but I haven't heard any echoes or any problems yet. So no, um, 
<laughs> so that's great. But that means that our lives are working. So we are live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook and we are live right here on Riverside for everyone to see. So that's really exciting for us. Again, making Yay. progress as our podcast continues. Um, so net girl, girl, we need it. <laughs> add your friends, add your friends, say your friends about us. <laughs> um, and then send us topics because we'll talk about them. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so our, this week's business spotlight, 31 gifts. If you're looking for totes, if you're looking for storage options, um, if you're looking for cute bags to take with you to the beach or on a cruise Ooh. or when you're hanging out with your friends, I can tell you personally, I love their products. Um, and there is a female, her name is um, Sherry, um, and she lives, I don't even know exactly where she lives. Um but she reached out to me and she's an independent consultant for them. And so I have shared her information right on our Facebook page for everyone to go take a look at the stuff that she offers through 31. Um, and if you buy directly from her, she'll give you the best deals that she can. She also is really big on doing like virtual parties and stuff like that for 31 gifts. If you host okay. a virtual party and the members of your party purchase a certain amount, certain amount of gifts, then you get gifts just for hosting the party. It's a pretty cool setup. Um, Sherry's really active um, when she does the party. She talks to everybody. She always answers questions. Um, I did a virtual party with her. Um, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was, you know, great. Everybody interacted. It was really fun. So, you know, reach out to Sherry if you're interested at all. Um, again, the virtual parties are awesome. She can do it straight through your Facebook. Um and her link is right on our webpage. Um, she wasn't able to get on the live tonight. She works a, a shift similar to when we're on here. So she was unable to be on the call. Um, however, please reach out to her if you have any questions. If you need to talk to her about anything, she'll be right there to answer any questions you have. Um, and let her know that, you know, you heard about her through Yin Yang the podcast. Um, Awesome. I definitely need to check her out. I can always use a new bag. I love bags. New bags are Girl, great. and if you see some of them totes she has for organization for your office, oh, Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a couple for right here because, you know, I got all the books right here, but I think that would look cute with like a tote there and there and then put the books mm -hmm. to the bottom shelves. So, oh, yeah, yeah that'll be so... Oh, goodness. I don't know if I should go in there now because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go on there on payday. Because you're gonna blow a check. That's that's how I feel about it. I, I, right. and, I and I think that she knows that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could use a new um, tote, the overnight bag, a, a pocketbook, purse, a book bag, everything. Listen, and there's so many cool things. Like um, when she, I know when she hosted my party, one of the really cool things about her is not only is she like really open and really honest. Like she'll tell you, you know, hey, you can get this deal now, and you can do this. But she's super interactive with it. Like, she'll tell you, like, hey, guys, this deal is only going to last until Tuesday. And then if somebody's like, hey, I don't get paid till Friday, she'll be like, well, let me put it in your cart. Let me see what I can work out. You know, so she's very open. She's very honest. She's very helpful. So y'all check her great. out. Go show her some love. Go show her yes. some support. You know, I'll be um, one of her best customers because I like to switch out my bags all the time. <laughs> like, so once so I get funny. tired of carrying the same bag, I'll be like, oh, time for us to switch it out. I need a new bag. 
That's so funny. Now, if she sold sold coffee cups, I'd be in. I don't, y'all are going to see a different coffee cup on every single one of our episodes. I may or may not have a huge problem. <clears throat> I may or may not make everybody in my life around me mad because of how many coffee cups I own. Snuggle season. See, guys? I got one oh, for everything. I have to sing you some. <laughs> oh, Oh, I don't know. Okay. Give some idea for you then. I have to send you some coffee mugs. Mm. There's one other thing that we do need to announce. Tonight, I promise to announce the winner of our invite to our page and invite to our lights. Um, and that I that winner's name is Ainoa Gonzalez. Um, she has invited the most people to like us on multiple platforms across the board. She also likes us on multiple pl- platforms on the same platforms that she invited people to like us on. So, um, I know Gonzalez is the winner. She will be receiving a $25 gift card um, to Amazon. (laughs) Um, And I know you can expect that via email. Please reach out to me with your email address because I can send it to you via email for the virtual Amazon gift card um, so that you can buy something for you. Awesome sauce. So, with that being said, let's get into current events. Yes. All right. So according to our Facebook, the first topic we posted to talk about tonight. And now, mind y'all, me and Sheena both don't watch the news. Oh, no, I hate so, the news. So <laughs> she hates the news. The news makes me cry. Um, I'm an uber sensitive person, so I don't watch the news. So in order to figure out our topics, we actually have a third party that gives us the four topics we're going to do each day, um, each time. So that third party is who provided us the four topics for tonight. And so me and Sheena had to go look at stuff and see what was going on because we don't really know um, unless you're we're, you're right here in our face telling us, hey, I need food. We wouldn't feed you because we have so much on our plates, both as people being entrepreneurs and writers and both having to work a regular job to pay the bills. You know, mm-hmm. we both are always constantly in motion. So The first topic is Maui, Hawaii. Now, I will say I have heard a lot about this because my um, partner in life, he he watches the news. And so he's been telling me a lot of things that have been going on, a lot of things that are being said. So I've heard a little bit about this topic, but I didn't actually research any of it until today. Um, Well, I researched it a little bit when when I posted about the topic. Um, The article that I researched actually is what I posted so that gives you kind of a little bit about what happened. So, and I know that Sheena found some information on it too. And you were telling me, Sheena, something about the electric company, right? Yeah. I was reading an article on the New York Times, I believe it was. And they said that it was the mis- mismanagement of the power lines that caused the fire. There was some type of the power company, how had allowed the sparks to fly everywhere and sparks to do, you know, what sparks do. And they started, you know, the fires and they kind of just started spraying it out of control. But they basically put all the blame on the power company. Okay. So they're putting the blame on the power company. And then, you know, I was reading a lot about the fact that three weeks prior to the fire there was a bill signed about the land in the area Mm -hmm. um how if 
um, the land was deemed unlivable, that it could be sold at a lower price to the government for them to reevaluate and fix the land. Um, and by reevaluate and fix, I think they mean build tourism spots. Um, Sound like a conspiracy. And so that bill passed, right, it passed three weeks before the fire. And But what's baffling me and what I'm reading the most about is how come the fire only burned down regular people homes? Like, how did the fire burn down all the homes and land around Oprah's house, but not Oprah's? Does she have, like, special grass or... Like, do you, does she have fire resistant um, grass or? She has, her house is in a bubble that we can't see. <laughs> Listen, I guess I guess her and the Rocks house, right? Because the Rocks house yeah. didn't burn down either. Huh. Um, I don't know. Maybe the power company can skip houses. <laughs> but <you> know... Right. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh man, I would. I would hate to make the power company mad. Like, so now they can just burn down your house. Like, I paid my bill on time. I promise. I don't know, man. It's such. It's something not being said about the whole thing. Right. And that's kind of the scary part is nobody knows exactly what happened. And then where is that thing I was reading just a little while ago? I think it's right here. Yeah, so, so there are people in Maui that are saying that they are told, if I apply, and this is a quote, this is a direct quote, if I apply for disaster assistance, FEMA may confiscate my property or land if they deem it unlivable. Which there now, are. Right. But FEMA's not allowed to seize your property or land. Um. Because applying for disaster assistance doesn't grant FEMA federal government authority. The only person that can confiscate the land um, out there would be the local government. And they signed that bill three weeks before. And so that's what I said. Like, I mean, why didn't you tell everybody like, hey, either move out or we're burning your house down. Like, let me buy it from you or burn it down. Because mm-hmm. if they had so the option. take ownership of it cheaper. <laughs> right. Because if they had the option and they were going to be screwed out of the house anyways, a lot of them would have taken the payment and left. Because now they're in complete disarray. These people have lost everything they own. A lot of mm-hmm. them weren't even told to let fire was like less than a mile away to evacuate their homes. You know, a mile away isn't that far. So if you're told to evacuate your home, you can only pack the very bare essentials. Look at all the stuff that is not placeable, not uh, irreplaceable that they lost, like heirlooms and things that they probably could have just packed away and moved if they had got the option to move out ahead of time before they started the fires. Right. Oh, man. It's so sad. It's just, it's such a, it's, it is, it is scary because people are like, oh, I'm so sad for Maui. 
Y'all, this can happen anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, it could. And this isn't this, just Hawaii. It's so, if, if I, I don't want to say the government fault, but like at what extent is people going to do to take over land that they want that they can't legally have? Right. And, and I don't know about y'all. I mean, I don't know about the areas that everyone that watches us that they're in. But out in this area, all of a sudden, our land has skyrocketed in pricing. I mean, I mean, even the houses out here. I mean, a three-bedroom house out here right now is at least a half million dollars. Um, mm. And the people that actually live in this area, and I know this because I work in an industry where I know a lot about the people that actually live in the area. You know, I work in property management. So I deal with a lot of people's jobs and stuff like that. And so I know firsthand that they can't really afford to live in this area and work in this area. You know, these people are making $11 an hour and their rent's 1200 bucks. You know, you got to work like 70 hours a week to afford your rent, your other bills and the food. And gosh forbid you have a child, you know. So the cost of living has gone up so high everywhere, though. Mm-hmm. So imagine living like that and then telling the government, no, I won't sell you my house. And then three weeks later, it burns down. Like, that's strange. That's really strange. They're also saying, and I don't really know what this is about, and I was wondering if maybe you can help me shed some light on this. I was reading articles that were saying that the fire didn't burn anything blue. It sounds like another conspiracy. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. And that's why I was like, why? Why? I mean, because if that's the case, I'm painting my house blue tomorrow. I got some blue paint. I'm I'm sure that my landlord won't mind too bad. Well, um, see, that's just strange. That's why I said that there is something that's not being said because a lot of it, it doesn't connect or it's not really making sense. So if the fires is not burning anything blue and you are now blaming the electric company, so is there something fishy going on with the electric? Or the electric companies doing something fishy to where they can pinpoint? Like I said, well, I think they that's can where burn the whole... people houses down. Or is it not the electric company and the electric company is just taking the fall? See, and that's kind of what people are going back and forth on. Like they're saying that it was the electric company and that the electric company not only started the fire, um, but they're saying that the fire came from electricity. Like, you know, so like, Lasers without it actually being lasers. Um, so I don't really know how that would work. I mean, nobody saw any lasers or anything like that. You're fine. <laughs> um, sorry, there's a little bit of noise in my background, so they apologize. Um, but the they're saying, like, they didn't see any lasers. There's no proof of any lasers. But did they somehow use electricity to, like, laser off or burn? And if they did use electricity to do that, maybe electricity, because, you know, main colors and sorry, this goes back into like science, which is one of one of my favorite subjects. But um, so, you know, with lasers, they're red. That's a main color. So a main color can't hurt another main color. So red can't burn blue. 
So if the electric company is some kind of laser is what they're saying, it would be unable to burn anything blue. So, I mean, it is another conspiracy, but at this point, we honestly don't have any idea what happened. The only person that knows what happened are the people that did it. And at this point, the people that are living in it now, and they're saying they're not getting the correct help. You know, I think that Biden gave them like 600 bucks a piece, which pays for what, like two nights at a hotel? If that. You know, Right. Yeah. Depending on where, I mean, out, out here it'd pay for three nights, but we're in the mountains, um, except there's no hotels here available right now because it's leaf season. Um, but, you know, in places like Florida or Hawaii, I'm pretty sure that pays for like one or two nights. So $600 a person is doing absolutely nothing to actually help these people. No, you might you know, be able so to what? get they're a like, They're like, oh, send to... them water, send them clothes, send them money. They don't need money. They need housing then you need to move all these people and place them. That electric company, if they're responsible, needs to place all those people in new homes that are the same or better than what they were in. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I, I don't know. what. Do you have any different opinion than that? No, they definitely need to be compensated somehow. Uh, yeah, they need to be made whole. You destroy their lives. You destroy their home. Uh, they do need to be replaced. You need to move them, like you said, into another house or give them additional money so they can purchase new houses somewhere else. Right. But they do need to be compensated because you took away something major out of their life. Yeah, you took away their stability. You took away their family's stability, their their children's stability, the school that they went to. You know, everything, everything was taken from them. And you that's not looking, fair. Yeah, ruin their complete existence. And then you're just going to brush it over under the rug like it's like, oops, my bad. No, this is way more than what my bad can fix. Yeah, this isn't an oopsie moment. This is a step up moment. Right. Um. <laughs> the, wrong, the, wrong, the wrong people are not stepping up. Or the right people, I should say, are not stepping up. And I just want to throw this out there in the middle of our podcast so that everyone knows. If you are communicating with us on one of the other platforms, YouTube or Facebook, we're not in those platforms. We are streaming through Riverside, which is our actual studio, into those platforms. So we can't see your comments and things like that. So don't feel offended if we don't respond to anything on those. We can only see the chat on Riverside itself. So... Um, Please just be aware of that. I don't see anything that you're putting on Facebook or anything like that until later. But when I do see them later and I watch them later, I will respond to your comment in the chat. Um, So and I'll do that sometime tonight or tomorrow throughout the day. Um, So if you do have something that's important or that you really want to share, make sure you just jump into the link for Riverside, which is linked on our Facebook page all the time. Um, It's the main Riverside link at the very top of all of our links on the left hand side of our page. So, um, so I think that me and Sheena are kind of on the same page with Maui. You know, something more needs to be done to help these people, and they need real answers. And and the government's not willing to give it. Is how I feel, and I don't. I don't know if I should say this out loud. I apologize, (laughs) IRS. Now, please don't beat me up with my taxes this year. Um. Yeah, I have to pay it every year anyway. So, um, but um, 
I feel like if they can't give them real answers, then they should at least give them real compensation. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you don't want to tell me what happened. You're not going to tell me the truth about the electric company. Cool. Give me double what my house is worth. They definitely is owed more than what they're getting. Oh, yeah. $600 isn't crap. That's like giving them mm-hmm. a tiny stimulus. Like, the stimulus that's check like did a, nothing for the actual economy. That's like a slap in the face. I can blow that at the grocery store and maybe get, like, three weeks worth of food. Like, come yeah. on. Like, that's nothing. That's the slap in the face. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, anybody, I can, I can blow a $600 is nothing. Not these days. Nothing. I mean, I spend that, I spend that in a week and I don't mean to, but it happens. And that's just on mm-hmm. food and, and making sure that, you know, gas is in the car and, and the dog's fed. And, <laughs> right. Oh. You know, I mean. Well, if you yeah, got just, dogs and pets, then you're going to need them way more than $600. Like. I know. How am I supposed to buy my dog a new hoodie? Right. <laughs> no, I, but in all seriousness, the amount of people that passed away and the amount of people that are still missing in these fires is uber sad. And yeah, it is. so many people lost someone. And whoever is responsible for those fires, in, in my opinion, needs to be blamed and held accountable 150%. And there should be more than just a class action lawsuit. You know, it should be the government stepping in and saying, hey, you have to take care of this. You have to fix this. You're an electric company. It's not like you don't have the money. Yeah, they should. We know because we all pay our electric bills. That's right. Yeah. And like I said, that's what I think. It's a conspiracy. Like, that's why I'm wondering if the electric company is taking the fall for someone else because the government is like, not even acknowledging or not holding that electric company accountable. So are you in cahoots? Right. Because you're not wanting to hold them accountable? You're not wanting to do more? Right. Yeah. They hold all of us. Okay, if they can hold however <clears throat> many people in the population of America responsible and accountable for taxes every single year, you're going to tell me that you don't have the power to hold this one company accountable? for everything they just did mm-hmm. because you make us all pay our electric bills or you cut off our electricity. Well, um, if you created the fire, <laughs> you have the money. You, the, the government needs to make them step up. They have, they have the ability to freeze accounts. You know, we know that we see it happen all the time. They talk about all the right. news all the time. Oh yeah. Trump's accounts have been frozen. Biden's accounts have been frozen. Members of the Congress accounts have been frozen. Okay. We'll freeze the electric company's accounts and make them start helping, make them start doing something. Right. Seize their money and give it back to the people. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Well, for time wise, we're going to go ahead and move on from the Maui topic. But it is something that I would love to revisit again once we have more information about what's going on and what's being done. So once we get an update about what's actually being done to help these individuals, we will make sure that that update also goes out to all of you. Um, And of course, we will all keep Maui in our thoughts, in our hearts, in our prayers to make sure that we can do whatever we can to help them from a distance. Um, And with that being said... 
we're going to move on to our second topic. So, our second topic is about Tupac Shakur. Oh, and, wow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for those of you who don't know who that is, that is a rapper. Um, that's a rapper that was very big in my day and age growing up. He was one of the rappers I absolutely loved. I did. And I'm not really sure why. I couldn't relate to him on many levels. But <laughs> I really, really, really loved him. Um, so yes, I think it was yes, now 27 years ago that he was shot. Yeah, 27 yes. years. Back in 96. So, yep. So 1996, it was September 7th, 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, Tupac Shakur was murdered in a drive-by shooting. Um, and then what went on to cause this new arrest in the Tupac Shakur case, it was a cold case for the last 27 years, is um, Mr. Davis. So Dwayne... Davis is the guy's name that was arrested for murder. And I'm not sure how many of you follow him or have listened to him speak so openly over the last few years and things like that. But Dwayne Davis started speaking very actively um, in like 2018 um, about the fact that he knew what happened and he was present during that that shooting and things like that. He never said for sure that he did it. He never said that, you know, I for sure am the one that did this. I, I pulled the trigger or anything like that. But he did admit um, in his book, it was in 2019, his book Compton Street Legend was published. And he admitted to have been in the car that carried the attackers that night to the drive-by shooting that killed Tupac. Mm. So with that evidence and him speaking, and he had made a deal with the, I think it was, I think it was the federal government. I'm trying to remember. And that's kind of what the tricky part of this case is right now is he made a deal um, with the government regarding well, not a deal. It's called an agreement, but that there's jurisdiction and that he was allowed to speak about that night and the things that happened without consequence when he, so, and he did all that deal, that uh, arrangement so that he could publish that 2019 book. And then he published that book. And from that book and all of his loose lip interviews over the years, the police were able to gather enough evidence to have a warrant for his home. In August, Hmm. when they were in his home in August, they found like little notes and things scratched down and all these different writings on papers and stuff that gave them enough evidence to arrest him. And at that point, they arrested Davis. Um, So when they arrested Davis last month, um, which 27 years later, it happened in September. So it was literally 27 years later that they're arresting. I was just going to say, oh, wow, that's a... Strange that how he got arrested in September. Right. Yeah, it's like literally exactly 27 years. Um 
it's so crazy to me because this is such an old case. And then, yeah. you know, Davis is also saying that he has information about um, B.I.G.'s murder. Oh, my so God. So, Notorious Biggie, yeah. So, they're saying that, but I don't know. I don't know. And I wonder I, if he doesn't, he's doing all of this for clout. Because it's like, it's been so long. And you're not really well, giving, you're, right. you're not really giving a lot of details. You just say, oh, I was in the car. But if you're going to come out and say you know, that you were in the car, won't you just tell the whole truth? Or what are you doing? Are you yeah, doing Yeah, because if That's not, you're technically just snitching on the other people in the car anyway. So, yeah. so. Um, but you're right about the clout, and that's a good point, because if you watch the body cam footage from when he was arrested, he keeps asking the police, why didn't you bring the media? Where's the yeah, media? See? Why didn't you bring the media? Like, why are you doing this? And then I read somewhere that, like, he's... He has what uh cancer, so is he terminal? I'm not sure if he's terminally ill or not, but That's I think he's just doing it for clout and attention because you're on your way out the door, like because you're not giving us any details. Are you trying to? Because if you were trying to uh clear your conscience, you would speak the truth, you would just say it, just yeah. say the truth of exactly what happened. You're just doing it to get attention one last time for like I said clout well, uh, and, that's, and that's kind of what I was thinking too because how I feel about it is okay he killed Tupac he got you know he got away with it for some time or whatever if if he killed Tupac I don't I, honestly I don't even think he pulled the trigger I think that I don't think so either. I think that we're gonna I yeah I think that you're right I think he's doing this for clout because he clearly has spent a lot of time around rappers and around mm-hmm. the entertainment industry and he's done all these things to try to become famous but I'm gonna tell you I personally have not heard of this man until he was arrested. Yeah, you know, neither. so he was never that big. I didn't know about his book. I didn't, I've never seen none of his interviews. And I went and watched all those no. things when he got arrested um, because my boyfriend told me about it. But um, I didn't yeah, like, never heard of this book. guy. <laughs> right, right. And I was like, and, and it's funny because I have, I actually have a lot of Tupac books um, and a lot of stuff about Tupac. I have like, you know, like biographies that were written about him and stuff like that. I love, but I've never heard of this man, never heard of this book. Um, And so he clearly is trying to do whatever it takes to make sure that he leaves his name as a legacy. Mm -hmm. Um, But dude, um, I don't know how to tell you nicely. Yeah, like, okay, you'll be written down as the murderer of Tupac. But um, what kind of legacy does that really leave? Like, no, when you die or when you go off to prison for the rest of your life like no one's gonna remember you you know some we people just want to be famous no matter how they are famous they just which just is weird thing. yeah like what okay so let me let me ask you this let's play devil's advocate <laughs> all right let's say the devil came to you tomorrow and he said hey sheena I can make you famous. I can make you rich. I can take away all your problems. All you got to do is murder that man across the street that nobody knows lives there. What you doing? I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> that's and not that's, worth that's exactly I'm how not, I feel too. Yeah, I'm not going to take nobody else's life. Plus, I mean, I don't want that on my conscience. Plus, nobody deserves that. Like, that's not me. That's That's... God's territory, you know what I'm saying? Like God's the ruler to could decide who lives and who dies, not me. Okay, not well what if he said life. you don't have to kill him, you just have to say you killed him. 
No, I wouldn't do that either. Me either. What are you going to get out of that? Some jail time? Right. Like you, what? What can you accomplish from prison? Yeah, I'm gonna be in jail, locked up, and can't spend all the money that the devil just granted me. Like that's the right. And, and I don't know if they'll let you go live on our podcast from prison, so please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't I'll have to I sneak into yeah. podcast equipment to the jail. I don't yeah. even know how to sneak stuff into a jail. No. But I'm gonna have to figure it out. I'm be walking all funny. I'm like, man, what is wrong? I'm like, I got a tripod. <laughs> in my left leg here i need to get the shoe for our podcast tonight right. plus i don't really know how i look in orange so i'm like no <laughs> listen so the sad part is i think i like in orange so <laughs> so i'm just letting y'all know if it needs to go there it will no i'm just kidding i'm, I'm still that person right um, <laughs> i'll just call my boyfriend um <laughs> just, <I can't. laughs> Um, so, okay. Well, I think I'm on the same page with you. I think this is a lot more about clout than it is Mm -hmm. about clearing a conscience before he passes. Mm -hmm. And honestly, we don't even know if the cancer that he has is terminal. It could be, and I'm not saying the cancer is bad, y'all. For those of you that know me, I'm a a cancer survivor. So, um, I would never say anything negative like that. I also, I also lost my dad. Um, to cancer. So Mm -hmm. cancer is very serious to me. I also, and I do want to say this and I want to say this to her family. I, I grew up with a girl that passed last week from cancer. Um, Mm. well this week, her name's Sabrina. So, you know, her, her family, I absolutely cannot imagine the pain that you're going through. Sabrina was a beautiful and wonderful person and and she's leaving behind, you know, a husband and children and so, um, you know, to her family, if you happen to come across this, you know, I'm I, my condolences completely. Um, I cannot yeah. imagine what her family's going through, especially like her sister. Stuff like that gets to me because, you know, I, I, I think I'd absolutely lose my mind if something happened to one of my sisters. So I know that that's hard to go through. Um, but moving on from there, like we have no idea what kind of cancer this guy has, if it's terminal, um, if it's treatable. Or if, or if even honestly, no doctor has come out and said yes for sure he has cancer. So we don't even. Yeah, he could be saying for attention. That's what I said. He just wants his name in the paper. He just wants attention, a little publicity. It's like a publicity stunt because, sir, you didn't give but us hey, no real works, information. If we find out that it works, then I think that we should um, put out a book about killing Tupac and. Um, <laughs> So that they can come make the podcast famous too. So we'll see yeah. if it works, y'all. If it if it works, then we're gonna try it. We're gonna run with it also and see if we can right. get Ying Yang out there a little bit more. Oh my god! Now they're gonna come knocking at our door. <laughs> Ying Yang, the podcast has something to do with Tupac. <laughs> well, they're gonna have to hit both of our doors at the exact same time because if not, we gonna call each other and tell each other just so y'all know. So right. y'all better have it set up between <laughs> the two states and right. figure out what cities we're in because we're on a. We're on, we're on a VPN, you know, we're on a, we're on a hidden, I, a hidden IP address, guys. So you find don't us. don't know where we're at. <laughs> See, as far as you know, Sheena's right there by the sun. I see her background. Right. She's by the sun. Yeah, I'm in the galaxy. All y'all know about me is I'm in the mountains. And if you know anything about the mountains, we're the hardest people in the world to track down. <laughs> right. Um. All right, y'all. The next one is a sh- kind of a short topic. And and to me, it's the only reason I think it was brought to us is just for knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. 
for this topic because the person gave us the topic of new the New York flood. So I don't know if you know what's going on in New York City the last couple of weeks, but it started raining one day and it just didn't stop. Um, it you rained know, so much that it flooded out, like all the way up to like the half point of cars and, and and New York City already has drainage issues. You know what I mean? Right. But for it to get the as bad as the point where it's four feet off the ground and it's going into houses and it's shutting vehicles down as they try to drive through, that's a bit ridiculous. And then from what I understand, all that water has not even cleared yet and it was supposed to rain again today. Um, yeah, New so, York City is definitely not set up for extensive rain. You know, the just story just reminds me of that movie, uh, The Day After Tomorrow. Have you seen that movie? Yes, yes. I actually, I really Doesn't like that movie. That's one of my you? favorite movies. So, and you know what? I don't know. Were, you know, were you in South Carolina during the Thousand Year Flood? Yeah, that was That sad. happened a couple years ago. It was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah, I was out in Charleston, South Carolina back then, and it had flooded out like all of downtown Charleston. Mm -hmm. Um, I got stuck over the bridge out in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, because they shut down the bridge while I was at work um, because the flood was so bad. And it had people like out in canoes. It raised insurance Mm -hmm. rates. It made it so like more than half of the cars in Charleston flooded out. Yeah, I worked in... um columbia at that time and like we weren't prepared at all and i heard the dam in columbia broke Mm -hmm. during that flood and made it even worse yeah it's certain parts of columbia just flooded out and flooded so quickly and i think that was like the biggest thing is like the water came so quick it rose so quickly and flooded and flash it was like flash floods going everywhere and it's like People did not have time. And I think, like, being in Columbia or being in South Carolina, like, we didn't expect it to get as bad as it did. And it just went from, like, zero to 60, like, really quick. And it's like, ooh, raining, ooh, a little bit of water, ooh, I'm swimming, ooh, my car's swimming. So it's, like, in a matter of a couple of hours, it's, like, crazy. And a lot of people just, I remember... You know, people getting swept away and never seen again. It was just so sad. We were, like, stuck. I actually was at my parents' house and was stuck there for, like, a couple of days. Because I couldn't get out. See, that's so scary. Because, yeah, this new storm is supposed to hit today. Um, And I think it's... So, it's the remnants of the tropical storm Felipe. Oh, and wow. it's supposed to hit both New Jersey and go all the way up to Maine for this. So that's a whole more water. Um, it's oh, just man. a lot of craziness happening this year. We're just coming to like the end of days, but that's another topic for another podcast. But anyway, it's just unbelievable craziness. Yeah, but we might have to talk about that soon because I don't know. Anybody that follows my regular mm-hmm. social media can see that. I posted something about um, all the vanishing people. Like, hey, what's up with all the vanishing people, man? Yeah, like, I see that. We're just not talking about this. Like, we're just not going to address this. Uh-uh. So we might need to address that soon on one of our podcasts. Um, 
because I went down that rabbit hole and I can't stop. I'm still in that rabbit hole. Um, there are like thousands of people that have disappeared off the face of the earth and it's a little creepy. Um, and I'm not talking about That's like crazy. missing people that people saw disappear. I'm talking about people that literally vanished. Like you were talking to them and then they're gone. And everyone thinks you're crazy because you're you know like, what? That, I thought it was when I seen your post and I, I I did a little Google with it, but I ain't gonna get too, too deep in it because I know we're going to save it for another day. But I was like, what's really going on? It's kind of strange how people are now starting to vanish like that just after they just dropped the bomb that aliens are real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what so I'm saying. Like, after you said so aliens are real, people are vanishing. It's just weird. Like, it's just too much going on. Like, and it's y'all just everywhere. Pray, I guess. I know. It's, it's, I don't, I don't know. That's, and see, that's part of the reason why I stay in my little bubble out here in the middle of nowhere because, um, right. You get out there in the real world, Listen, I guess. It's like, I, there's too much. Right. Y'all just need to just get 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 right with the Lord. That's all I got to say. I'm not, I mean, I can't, I don't know what we're going to do about it. But listen, just make sure your relationship, y'all all right with the Lord. Because who knows what, what this world is going towards. I mean, towards so what if they like just all randomly pop up at the same time in some random area? Like, what if I walk out tomorrow morning and, and there's 2,000 people sleeping in my front yard? that have vanished across the U.S. and they just all at my house. Like, do I feed them? Do they eat real food? <laughs> yeah. um, Would you make a big pot of oatmeal? How do you feel you feed 2,000 people? Like, <laughs> Girl, I'm going to have to get some chickens. I'm going to have to talk to one of my neighbors. I know one of my neighbors got a goat. So um, I, we might as well be having goat, I, don't, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, goat. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, what happens when these people reappear? Or do they vanish in one place and reappear somewhere else? Like, like if I vanish right now, do I show up in Ireland? That's that's interesting too. Like, are you going to show back up at the same spot you vanished from? And or are you going to be in another be a country? Time slap? Right. Are you going to know that you've been gone this whole yes. time, or is it going to feel like it was just for a minute, and then you're just like, wait, what happened? And maybe it's ten years. What if like that's just? So but hey, there's a show about that. There's it's like um. What was it called? It was called the something. Now I can't remember. The 4,400. So it was 4,400 people that disappeared off the face of the earth. And Uh then all of a sudden, on the same day, they all arrived at one place on a rock. They were the same exact age, but it had been like 20 years. That's crazy. And so it's like, what if it's something like that? What do Sorry, y'all. We are getting so off topic, but I mean that's. I just scary. had a thought too. Yeah, it is scary because, like, for real, if I vanish, I want to come back in the same exact spot because don't put me in a different country. I don't have no passport, dog. Because I'm right, gonna how I'm gonna get back <laughs> and get locked up, and then you could have left me at home, shit. Because, like, really, look, and then the earring that fell out. I didn't got upset about that. Don't take me and don't be. Take me, bring me back to the to my house. All right, yeah. all right. So, That's so, Amy, if say. you ever abduct Sheena, she needs to be dropped back <laughs> off in the same location that she was picked up because her anxiety could not handle waking up in a different country and having to explain this to someone else. Okay. Um, right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. So I, and I, fl- and I just told the, the aliens. Fl- so you're good. You're good. You know, the aliens <laughs> know now. 
because they listen to our podcast. They're right. probably one of our best listeners. So okay, um, yeah, like I don't know. you can come pick me up. Come pick me up, but you make sure when you bring me back, <laughs> bring me back home. Okay, and make if you sure pick you up know Sheena, you pick I still need at. I still need her to be on the Saturday Night Podcast. So you're gonna have to work that out from wherever you are in your alien spaceship. Okay, just tell them you need podcasting equipment. Please. Okay, broadcasting from the galaxy. <laughs> Uh, at least we finally get our interview. Oh, um, <laughs> yes, because right. I will be right there. Come here, come here. You didn't took me now. Come here. We got to get on this podcast. <laughs> They're probably oh. like, we're going to bring this chick back. She is too much. <laughs> they probably will drop you off at the same house. So they'll be too scared to drop you off anywhere else. Like we don't want, we don't want to mess up America with her. Let me take her back to this house. <laughs> we don't want them type of problems. <laughs> so. um the last topic that we were given tonight is a sad topic. So I'm going to, I'm going to be serious for a moment. Yeah. Um, okay. And this, just so everyone is clear, our podcast is going to run a little over an hour because we're already at 1156. Um, and we need to talk about this. Um, the war on fentanyl. Mm. Fentanyl is hitting the streets in areas younger and younger. Um, it is. The kids are getting access to it at school. Um, there's been over a quarter of a million Americans, not in the world, people in America that have died from fentanyl overdose since 2018. Last year, 2022, 73,654 people in America died from fentanyl. I don't know what it is about fentanyl that makes people seek it. And let me say this, because I actually understand the seek for drugs for some other people. Like, I understand people that are on, like, methamphetamines or, and I'm not saying go do it, but I'm saying that I understand that they're seeking a high or an altered state of mind that they can't get when they're sober. But fentanyl. Even just a little bit of fentanyl can kill you. So why are people taking it? Why are people chasing it? I don't, I don't personally know anyone that's ever had a problem with fentanyl or I don't even, I had to look up what it was. I didn't know that it was a pill until I looked it up and, and did more research on it. Um, I, I don't know why, but my brain thought it was like a liquid. Um, I thought it was kind of like like heroin and things like that. But um, it's a pill. So it's also a pill that a lot of people, a lot of the dealers are selling as ecstasy, which is, you know, a lot of people that chase like a long-term high or a very productive high or whatever that is, will start taking ecstasy to help them um, focus and then they get addicted. So if they're buying ecstasy, but it's really fentanyl, that's where a lot of these overdoses are coming from, I think, because the fentanyl is being disguised and, as ecstasy. It's being laced. Other drugs are being laced with it as well. So by being laced, so does that mean they like crush it. it up or something and put it on the other drugs? Yeah, it's being mixed with it. And a lot of people, because I know um, someone in my ex family who, who died from doing uh 
another drug that was laced with it, and then they, they just, I don't know what's going on. And it's it's, it's a lot in, in South Carolina, too, where it's been on the news, too, uh, where the drugs, other drugs is being laced with the fentanyl, and other people are getting it unknowingly and dying from it. Which is so scary. Like, I'm not, I don't condone drug use at all. Um, you know, I, I think everybody has a past. Um, and I've always been, mm. one of my biggest fears in life is that I'll become addicted to something. Um, and that's just because I, I grew up around people that did, you know, I grew up around, I didn't, I didn't grow up in like no rich neighborhood or nothing like that. So I grew up and watched a lot of friends OD or go to prison and, um, watching those things around me made me super afraid that I was going to someday become addicted. And it's still one of my biggest fears. And it's, I know it's an irrational fear because I won't even take pain pills that the doctor gives me. Um, because my brain says, Oh, I'm going to get hooked on it. Um, I currently like, I'm, I'm still sick. I know that a lot of people can probably still tell. Um, in fact, I'm like kind of shiny right now. If you can see that, can you see my shine? Um, but that's actually because I have a fever right now and I'm really, really hot. Like the AC's on in my house, it's 40 degrees outside and I'm hot right now. So that can kind of tell you, like, I'm, I'm super sick. So like the doctor wanted to give me more steroids, but I just got off steroids, um, for how sick I am. And I was like, no, thank you. And he was like, they're really going to help you start to feel better and they're going to keep you with energy but I'm so afraid that I'm going to get addicted to something that I was like, no, I'm, I'm cool. It's fine. I'll just, I'll just deal with it. Um, because I know it's an irrational fear, but it's still a fear. Um, I don't want to become addicted mm -hmm. to something. I don't want to get stuck in, in that cycle in life. Um, but I know that happens to a lot of people and I don't, I don't know how to help those people. You know, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. Um, but it's really scary because the people that I do know, and I'm not going to say I don't know people that are out there. You know, I do know people that are out there that are, you know, struggling or battling or, or whatever they're, they're trying I think to do. Everybody to get to knows at least one person. Right. No, That's I completely just, it's, agree. It's, it's out there everywhere. And now think about that one hard. person that you love, you know, because everybody has someone that they mm -hmm. love that is battling. What are you going to do if that person gets fentanyl instead of their drug? You know, and as sad as that is to say, I'm not going to allow myself to cry, but that is one of my biggest fears. I can deal with the phone call of so-and-so has gone to jail or so-and-so needs help or so-and-so's in trouble. I don't want the phone call that says you're never going to talk to so-and-so again. You know, they lost their battle. I don't want that phone call. And that's what fentanyl is doing to families. And, and it's getting younger and younger. These kids are getting it in school now. Mm -hmm. You know? A lot of kids thinking it's cool, not knowing it, what it really going to do. And people just lying about it. Or they're not educated enough about it. And thinking it's going to be a quick high. And it, it's something that's going to end their life. Right. Well, and... I don't know all the ins and outs. Sheena was telling me a story um, when we were on the phone, I don't know, sometime throughout the week, where she explained to me that there's a daycare in New York 
where the lady mm-hmm. got busted with fentanyl in her house. In the daycare, yeah, she had, like, uh, other, like, children there. And it was, like, a daycare. Mm-hmm. But her own kids, she sent to somebody else. So mm-hmm. she didn't have her the own kids in the one of the kids in the daycare died. Mm-hmm. See? She didn't. Yeah, there was a one, I think there was a one, it, there was one year old, one or two year old that she was watching, um, died from the fentanyl. But, see, that's, and I think that's just crazy. You don't, you have enough sense to send your own kids to another daycare because you didn't want them around fentanyl, but you watching other people's kids in the house? Right. So now, the person who came and brought you their child to watch while they go off to work is never going to see their child again because you're irresponsible making or doing fentanyl in your house. Right. It's such a sad crazy. And you know what? Honestly, if you're someone that knows anything about fentanyl, I want you to reach out to me because I have questions and I'm not, not to be mean or not to be rude and I'm not going to embarrass you. Or I just have genuine questions so that maybe I can understand more about this drug and this situation to try to see what I can do or say to help. And and I know that's not my obligation to anyone or anything like that, but it's crazy to me that people, that's just like that drug Flocka or whatever that was going on right before COVID where they were saying like that people were taking Flocka down in Florida and it was making them crazy. And they were like trying to eat people and stuff like that. Like, they got Flocka out of here. I haven't heard nothing about Flocka again. You know, I guess COVID replaced Flocka. Is fentanyl going to replace <laughs> COVID? I don't know. It's just, it's such a scary situation. It's it really is. Because you don't know how your, your immune system, your body is going to take it. They don't realize that every time you take that drug, you're beating your immune system up. You're weakening your immune system. So it's going to be a time where you're going to take that drug and your immune system is not going to be strong enough to fight it off or handle the high that it gives. Right. That's it's so sad. And, and you know, if you or, or someone you know is battling with something like that, um, you know, number one, if you know someone is overdosing, take them to a hospital. I would rather you get the overdosing charge than the murder charge. Because if you watch someone overdose, you're an accessory to that. Um, mm-hmm. And then... As and I don't even think you get in, um, in a lot of trouble. Because with the... With, you know, yeah, I don't even know if you get in trouble for overdosing like that. Yeah, I have... I don't know. I don't, I don't know I, much yeah, about it, but I don't really either. I don't, I've never seen. But I would people, rather you drop these... your friend off as their Odin at at the ER and take off in your car and just leave them there than to let them die wherever they're at. Right. You know, and I just want to put this out there, and I think Definitely. it's really important to say that if you are struggling, if you are battling, if if you need to talk about it, help is available. So the. Um, national helpline number 1-800-662-4357. Again, 1-800-662-4357. If you are battling and you want to get into recovery and you want help, 
If you call that number, it's confidential, it's free, and they will help set you up with the right people to get you the help that you need to make sure that you can get better. So all you have to do is call that number. And if you ever can't find it on a podcast, all you have to put into Google is addiction 800 number. And it'll give you that number to call. And it's 1-800-662-4357. If you call that number, they will help you get the resources to get better. Um, so I wanted to just end that podcast, this podcast saying that if you want help, help is available. And if you're too scared to call, message me. I will call with you. I have no problem helping you. I was about to say, you can reach out to me. Yeah, too just hit Yin Yang the podcast. Well. well, Sheena and I can see everything that comes into that. So, you know, if I can't get to your message right away, Sheena will. And we have no problem calling them with you. Um, With that being said, you know, we pray for everyone that is battling or is struggling with, with that drug. And, and, and of course, we always wish you the best. Um, You know, whatever it is you're going through. Find the help you need to get better so that you can, you know, I, exactly. I, I'm not going to say so you can be a productive member of society because I don't care if you're a productive member of society. I care if you're happy, though, you know, and so do it. Do it for you. Do it to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, with that be alive. Right. <laughs> right. Because there's a reason to stay here. You might not know it now. And it might just be that you can tell your story someday. But there's a reason. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and end tonight's podcast. We will be on here again live next Saturday at 11 p.m. Until Stay tuned throughout the week for the topic. <laughs> yes, we're going to we're going to have some announcements this week. So pay attention to what we're doing. <laughs> um, yes. And yeah. And if you have any questions, you have any topics or if you want to be on our next business spotlight, don't forget, you can hit our website, www.yingyangthepodcast.com. Our Facebook page. You can also send the information through there or follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Spreaker. You know the list. I'm not going to go through the list. Yes. You know the list. We're everywhere. They know it by Find now. Us. <laughs> you know? Um, so, y'all have a great night. Again, Ying Yang the podcast. Same. Two people. Two people. Two opinions. Real, real, talk. real talk. Have a good night, y'all. Good night.